Welcome back to another episode of the Lead with Data podcast with myself, Rena Gami. In addition to being a podcast host, I also lead a business intelligence and data analytics recruitment practice. This is the podcast where I bring you some of the most talented data leaders who have contributed in significant uplift of BI and data analytics capabilities in some of the most progressive organizations across Australia. I want to share the stories of their careers, challenges they faced, and the reality of how the recent pandemic may or may not have impacted their roles and responsibilities in their current organizations. Here's where we get to learn what some of the professionals in this field are doing right now. Welcome back to another episode of Lead with Data. My guest on the show today is Divya Kumar. Divya is the Data Governance Manager at Jetstar. On the show today, we're going to discuss the topic which is focused on linking data governance to drive business value and outcomes. In today's discussion, we're going to cover what the role of data governance is, who's responsible for data governance across organisations, the different sort of roles that play um, a key factor in having a successful data governance function, um, looking at some of the approaches and strategies um, that create an environment where you can actually directly link your data governance to impact business outcomes, um, and also how data governance um, is involved in enabling innovation and what the future of data governance is. The topic is quite an interesting one. When you look at Divya's background, she started off in more technical roles Um, And you can tell from the conversation we're having that she's extremely passionate about this space um, and, uh, you know, is a real advocate for building, uh, you know, specialisations and experts across data governance. I'm really looking forward to the discussion today and I hope you enjoy it too. Welcome to the show, Divya. Hey, hi, Dina. Thank you so much for um, joining us today. Um, I was really excited because I think data governance is such a, um, a big topic at the moment and a lot of organisations are trying to understand what it means, you know, how um, they can incorporate this and how they can create, um, you know, more data literacy across the across the business in terms of supporting this, um, you know, sort of a big, a big area of data. So, um, look, I'll pass over to you because I think it'd be great for the listeners to get a bit of an understanding of your background. So if you want to give us a quick intro to yourself, that would be fantastic. Sure. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Rina. Um, so a bit of my background, I am a data governance leader with 10 plus years of experience helping organizations to become data driven and realize the business value of data. So data governance in particular, maybe six plus years in various areas of data governance. I believe in data-driven decision-making for better communication, new business opportunities, and continual business growth. My career has been across telecom industry, financial services, local government, and my most recent being the aviation industry. Mm -hmm. I'm currently working for Jetstar as the data governance manager. And what else? I am passionate about building a community of data champions who advocate data governance yeah. for data principles and practices. Excellent. And I think that's where we met as well. Um, you know, I know that we sort of cross paths um, as part of the Dharma Australia um, Institute yeah. as well. Um, and I know that you've been a big champion for sort of driving and, and sharing knowledge across that forum as well. So excellent. Thank you for that. Um, and I love asking this question because I think, you know, during your career or during your life, there are often um, certain moments where, 
you know, they have sort of helped shape who you are or have had a profound impact on what you're doing now. So if you could maybe share one or two of your sort of career highlights that you believe have sort of shaped who you are now, that would be great. Sure. So my career highlights has been like working for different domains like telecom, finance, government, government and aviation now in general, which has kind of given me a broader perspective to data in different domains. So I started off as an infrastructure analyst, a data stage administrator, the typical data roles after uni. So that's how I started. My motor data governance kind of happened by chance when I was looking to shift roles and everything. But after moving to data governance role is when I kind of realized my passion lies here as data governance is all about communication skills, influencing skills and relationship building. So like as part of my role, I should be able to explain complex data principles in a simple manner to different business stakeholders, which is very important for an enterprise data governance program. The ability to influence my senior stakeholders to see the benefits of data governance is something I really enjoy as part of my day-to-day job. So, and your second part of the question, like uh, what has shaped me? uh, So working for the local government in a data governance lead role has been a very fulfilling experience for me in a lot of ways. I've worked with a few of the best leaders since the start of my career who have shaped me for... uh, the person who I am today yeah. they kind of molded me in a lot of ways, which has been good. And then working for the local government helped me identify my personal values and explore what gives me meaning and purpose in life. I kind of learned to be more kind to myself in the journey of working for the government. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and look, interesting, obviously, your background is more from a technical side. You know, yeah. you started off your career in the technical side. At what point did you realize that you wanted to move a bit more away from the technical side into data governance. What was the sort of, you know, that you felt that you wanted to go that way? Yeah. I mean, though I was doing a lot of technical roles, something which I really enjoy was talking to my stakeholders, building those relationships, having that trust built, which I really enjoyed at one point of time, though I was doing bits and pieces of that as part of my other data roles as well. But this data governance shift kind of realized that made me realize that, okay, this is where I want to be. As data governance, as I mentioned, is all about bringing people together in the journey by having those strong connections built, which I really like. And that was yeah. kind of my shift to data governance. Lovely, lovely. Um, and um, I suppose uh, from your perspective, um, just in a quick snapshot, can you summarize the role of data governance? Okay, so the role of data governance is more in terms of organizing, securing, managing, and presenting data using methods and technologies, which make sure that users are having correct and consistent data. So it is about making empowering the users to have the right access to data at the right time. That is the role of data governance. Data governance involves a lot of change and is an evolving capability. You need to be able to see the opportunities in the constant change. You need to be resilient and you need to be committed and passionate and see the focus uh, and have that focus on the benefits and value. So this is about data governance when I sum it up. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And I love that you never w- mentioned the word compliance. 
oh. never mention the word people have to do things a certain way. No, I, think- I, I mean, that should never be the uh, <laughs> starting point for a data governance journey, though it might fit in together. But I would say even without the compliance requirements, data governance is very important. Yeah, yeah no, I love that because I think that there is, um, you know, generally a bit of... Um, a mis- misunderstanding of, of what a data governance role is or how people view it yeah. they don't really understand. So thank you very much for summing that up. Um, and how long have you been working in data governance for? Um, close to six years in varied aspects of data governance, maybe like data catalogs, uh, the business aspects of data governance, uh, the engagement of senior stakeholdership, the buy-in from the executive leadership team. So it's been close to six years in varied roles of data governance. Excellent, excellent. Um, And in terms of, I suppose, uh, this particular space, what are the favourite parts of this job? Um, And what what are the things that stress you out um, on a Sunday night? Yeah. So favorite parts of the job, again, it's the client or the stakeholder relationship in terms of the people relationship uh, where you tend to build connections. That is kind of my favorite part of the job where I get to meet a lot of people as part of my job, make them do something different. Okay. Like someone has been doing certain things in a certain way for the last 10 years. And when I'm able to bring that change in the mindset of people that is the favorite part of my job which I get to do as part of my day-to-day role and something which stresses me uh, on a Sunday night is maybe I'm like I get worried for everything maybe so (laughs) uh, it's kind of an answer like everything and nothing but I've kind of learned to not sweat over these small issues so that is something which I have learned as part of my journey with data governance and it is okay to do things again and again it is okay to repeat things like data governance is not a project where you do something in six months and you're done for it you get you get to see the tangible benefits no that's not going to happen so these are few things which i've learned as part of this journey that it is okay that it is okay to repeat things it is okay to okay you see that graph uh taking this peak and then again falling down and then taking the peak. So, yeah, it's been an interesting journey for me. Excellent, excellent. Um, and we touched on it just, just earlier there, but misconceptions, um, you know, around data governance and things like that. So I wanted to, um, you know, talk a little bit about the misconceptions around who's responsible for data governance and what is um, federated data governance, because I, I would love to be able to provide some um, insight into that. Yeah, sure. So misconceptions about who is responsible for data governance, the biggest misconception is it is the technology team's responsibility. It is the IT team's responsibility since we are talking about systems which hold a large amount of data. Somehow we shift the focus towards the technology team or the IT teams, but data governance is everyone's responsibility since it touches all parts of the organization. Data governance is a business-driven initiative, strongly supported by the technology teams, of course. So data governance involves data owners, data custodians, who are part of like every business area. So I didn't say data governance is about one single team and the rest of the organization shifts focus that will not work in a data governance journey. It has to be an end-to-end responsibility. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And what's a federated um, data governance? 
Okay, so federated data governance is more about in which data governance standards are defined centrally, but local domain teams have the autonomy and resources to execute these standards. Okay, so it is like you have a data governance team who kind of define that these are the standards, these are the policies which you need to follow, but then there are each and every business team or each and every data domain they have to follow those standards and they are responsible for their governance of the data. So it is more like handing over the responsibility, but someone is kind of the governance team is accountable for those, right? And in this model, like autonomous data domain teams and centralized data governance teams, they kind of collaborate together in right. order to meet the best data needs of the organization. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we found um, even just during I'll work with some of our clients that there is usually a, a centralized data team or a data yeah. governance function, um, but they have data stewards and data champions within each sort of different business area who are responsible for True. ensuring that they're sort of, you know, looking after those aspects. So Yeah, exactly, Rina. See, see, there will be one single data governance. As I told, data governance is not the IT's responsibility. So when you have one single team, you'll not be able to scale it down across everyone in the organization. As part of data governance, each and everyone is responsible, a data analyst, a data user, a business analyst, everyone is responsible in this journey. I mean, maybe I've got to tell this, this is also a very interesting part of my job where you get to talk to people in the senior stakeholder level and up to the business analyst, data analyst, it's kind of an end-to-end -end circle. Okay, yes. so it's good. Yeah, yes, definitely, definitely. So let's just break that up into um, small chunks. So in terms of the different roles that play a key um, factor in, in ensuring that data governance is successful in an organization, if we talk about the roles of technology, so what is the technology's role in this? You know, what is the data user's uh, responsibility yeah. in this? And then what is the... Um, you know the the business operational role, people's roles in this in this yeah. journey. If we just talk about those three key areas, um, just give us your um, your views on you know where each responsibility lies within those functions. Sure. So the use of technology in data governance will enable the organization to maximize the benefit of the organization's people and process that define produce and use data. Though we are telling there is a lot of people element involved, but still to even uh, have those automated, have those policies documented, technology will play a major role for us. So evaluating and deploying the right te technology capabilities is crucial for effective operationalization and automation of our data governance principles. And uh, when I tell data user, the main role of data user is to drive use case implementation of data assets within the organization and champion data-driven decision-making. Bring the, it is the responsibility of a data user to bring uh, the data governance team's attention to data quality assets, data quality issues, or any credibility issues. So they need to attend the right set of training. Data users are someone who kind of like, uh, maybe a cashier who enters data from a customer, right? So it starts from there. Data governance starts from there. Right. The quality of data needs to be managed from there. So a data, it is the data user's responsibility to make sure they are collecting data using the right set of business rules. They are managing the issues with respect to quality of data. So that is going to be a major role for data user. 
and then interact with other members, of course, like data stewards, data custodians to understand and use data. Right. And then what was the last one? Business was, users, right? Yeah. So business users. So say, for example, the cashier or, you know, say, for example, the if you are working in a bank, you know, the, the, the bankers or the people that are entering the information in, what is yeah. their responsibilities? Yeah. See, business users are someone uh, like they become key stakeholders in data ownership. Their roles in data governance include being tasked with creating common data definitions and metrics for data quality, as well as having a hand in enforcing data governance policies and processes. So though there is a centralized governance team, a centralized governance team will not be able to define that metrics, define that language as they don't understand the business, right? right? So it needs to come from the business in terms of what are the metrics they need for their data quality management? What is the common, this common language is called as business glossaries in a data management term. Mm -hmm. Okay, so building that business glossary, having the definition in place and circulating that across the organization. So, yeah. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Thank you for that. Um, and then I suppose um, in terms of approaches and strategies that create an environment where governance actually impacts business outcomes, because I yeah. think, you know, that's a really important one is, is understanding the role that data governance plays in impacting, um, you know, business value and business outcomes. So talk, talk us through, um, you know, what you believe would be good sort of approaches and strategies that could create that sort of environment. Yeah. So the first thing is to align your data governance goals with the business outcomes. I know it's a very simple statement, but that's the hardest task in terms of how you align that with an organizational strategy with the business outcomes. Like, for example, for uh, maybe for an airways, it is about like for an airways like Jetstar, it's about low cost airlines. So how do you align that with your governance framework with the business strategy. That is where the key challenge lies in. Mm -hmm. So governance efforts should be directly connected to business strategy and priorities. However, organizations, what they end up doing is they orient their data governance practices around data mm -hmm. rather than business, yes. making it challenging for data leaders to have meaningful discussions with business leaders, right? To better support business outcomes, we need to align our governance policies and standards with business priorities, business process metrics, and data metrics. Put business value and prioritized outcomes at the center of our governance charter with kind of clear business metrics for success. Mm -hmm. And what else? Organize workshops with key decision makers mm -hmm. and contemplate strategies to improvise their uh, business results. Excellent. And so uh, could you maybe, um, and I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but could you give us an example perhaps of, um, you know, where you've um, sort of implemented a, a data governance policy or, or strategy um, based on, um, you know, the, the business or the, the the you know the business outcomes or the business value. Like, can you give us maybe a quick example of how you've done yeah. it, what you've done to help that? Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, in my previous experience with the local government, so I was working for the KC Council, where their uh, council plan was more in terms of having a bold, resilient, and a connected community. Okay, and as part of that, it was about having good customer experience. We had a voice of the customer program going on. So. When we talk about customer experience, data governance, 
we don't bring in data governance as part of that. It always takes a back seat when we yeah. talk about customer experience. But what has helped for us to achieve a few of these goals is more in terms of like, how are we even collecting data? We make sure that, okay, so if there is a place where we're collecting first name, middle name, and last name, and there is a place where we're just collecting first name and last name, there were duplicates of customer data being created, which wow. kind of resulted in not uh, responding to the customers on time, right? So it was about having the right set of quality metrics for customer experience, which in turn turn helps us to build a bold, resilient and a connected community, right? So all this was interlinked, though it might seem like we are very much in the background, okay, to achieve that this particular data governance plays a major role. So not that we have fully achieved it, we're still a long way to go, but this was how I connected a governance policy with the organizational strategy. That's important. Yeah, Yeah, lovely. Thank you. And thank you for sharing uh, one that's really easy to to understand as well. Um, And then uh, I suppose, you know, uh, as as data governance gets rolled out and is becoming a much bigger, bigger focus for organisations, you know, this typically, you know, you're always going to have issues um, and and conflicts, I suppose, in in organisations around how it's working. But what happens when an organisation has internal data issues and how does it then impact them on a corporate level? Okay, so internal data issues is more in terms of the data we collect, right? So the source systems which we are currently using within a particular organization. So how does that again impact in a corporate level? You know, it's kind of interlinked to my previous answer maybe. Okay, so Again, to give a very simple example, it is about quality, data quality. What, how are we collecting the data? What we end up using the wrong set of insights. Okay. If we're not collecting the right set of data, what happens is we'll not be able to come up with the right set of insights for an organization, which obviously impacts on a corporate level. Now, insights are playing a major role for any organization, like the predictive model. What are we going to achieve in the next one year or two years mm-hmm. without the right set of governance practices? Like, for example, this business glossary, which I was mentioning, right, that having that common language. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we don't have the common language, what happens is uh, one team will be using maybe customer for different perspective and another team might be using customer for a different perspective and their insights might differ. Okay, so maybe someone like a CEO doesn't dig deep into like, what does this insight mean? And they just end up publishing that insights or having built, uh, they end up building a model based on that, which is not right. So that's how all these internal data issues are affecting the corporate teams, I would say. Okay, so it is about data governance is again playing a role here. Yeah, yeah, and something simple like you mentioned, you know, removing duplications or yeah. making sure that the data that you're using actually is related to what you're trying to achieve. Um, yeah, yeah, and and the initiative that you're trying to run. And how would you fix? Um, I suppose you know, and this is, <laughs> this could be you know a, a question which you know may have uh, may require a lot more lot more work. But how would you go about fixing? Um, data issues, you know, internal data issues when you when you're starting to implement some better governance around data. Like, could there be some quick strategies to help with some of those internal data issues, or yeah. um, is it really something that you need to 
put into the framework and kind of work work your way back, I suppose, depending on how. Uh, okay. That's an interesting question, Rina. We kind of face that on a day-to-day basis. Like, uh, I mean, I have faced that as part of my journey. Like, should I wait until I build a framework by itself and then I tell each and every team to implement that? Or do we build up on certain tactical solutions and build a framework accordingly as part of their journey. I'd say there's no a bit of a right or wrong here. It is more in terms of understanding your business. So it's not about boiling the ocean, I would say. Start small, pick a business-driven use case for this particular journey, and then your frameworks will fall into place. Obviously, building one single, waiting to build one single framework and trying to implement that across different teams is a very, you'll not be able to see the tangible benefits for a long time. Okay. So the best case for this is to pick a small business driven use case, try to fix their data issues. And as part of their journey, build your strategies, build your policies, build your procedures, publish your framework, and then you can involve the rest of the teams as well. Like uh, I've always believed, Rina, it is more about, um, No one does the wrong thing by knowing that it is the wrong thing. Okay, so it is about the literacy and the awareness which we need to build upon here, right? So for that, you need to do it from case by case. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think um, I think you you know you you mentioned a really good point. There is um, there's no right or wrong answer. You can't really sort of build an entire framework and and a strategy and then sort of roll it out. You almost have to kind of tackle your immediate. Um, exactly requirements yeah. first yeah. and then kind of build around that and go okay well as a result of doing this we've now identified that we probably need to look at this um yeah and and I think sometimes it's about sort of you know um approaching the things that are really obvious and true and putting some policies around those and then building building it building it up from there so now I think that yeah. I think that's definitely and and I think when you do it that way People start to also see the um, see the direct impacts, whereas when you sort of stand there and go, "Hey, we're rolling out this policy," but no. it, they're not immediately being able to see the results of it. But that's a really good way of trying to get credibility and buy-in because there are starting exactly to- yeah, yeah very true, Rina. So yeah. there's this concept of building a customer value proposition matrix in data governance. Mm. Okay, where you kind of build this. I do this today and you get this tomorrow. Okay, yeah. so we should be able to clearly articulate that, which I feel, uh, I mean, as data leaders, we're still lacking in that space a bit in terms of articulating uh, that customer value proposition. That is because there's a lot of business elements involved, right? There's a lot of that functional elements involved because of which data leaders are still struggling in that space. But uh, yeah, with the support of business and the functional teams, we're getting there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that probably leads us on to my to my next question, which is probably quite related as well, is, you know, how have you found in your career, um, Divya, that uh, you've been able to bring people on the journey of data governance? What's really helped you? Okay, so what's really helped me is, I mean, there's a bit of this uh, funny element here, Rina, in terms of when you bring people along the journey of data governance. Before data, I've realized that People need to trust you first for some reason in this journey. Okay, Mm -hmm. you need to build that trust with your stakeholders when you want people to be a part of this journey, right? Uh, I was actually listening to a recent uh, webinar about data governance where one person was talking about empathy playing a major role in the area of data governance. Okay, so I've uh, heard that a lot of data leaders are being 
diverted from their focus as the in the journey as they lose to get that buy in and everything yeah. so it is about building that trust building the relationship and clearly resonating the success with each and everyone in that particular team okay yeah. so for me data governance means something else for my bis- for, but for my business team they would not resonate what data governance means to me okay so for me it is about having uh, all the policies procedures having a data quality metric making sure that the organization uses it but for a business user it is different right yeah. so uh, maybe the business user is not bothered about the enterprise data governance uh, framework as a whole so it should kind of resonate with their success right which has kind of helped me to achieve this journey for my business users bringing people along the journey i would say and uh, yeah to sum it up building trust building relationships and then uh, resonating success with each and every one in the business teams that is kind of help i've kind of uh, heard from a few of my friends my colleagues that do whatever it takes i mean build relationships uh, even for your meetings go with cookies go with uh, <laughs> that's how i've heard from a few of my peers in the yeah. industry okay so it is all about the uh, i mean data governance is more as i told bringing people along the journey right so yeah. someone needs to be in your side it is about having data champions across building data champions they need to talk the same language as you right so Yeah, excellent, excellent. And I was going to ask you sort of what advice would you give to others in the industry um, who are going through something similar, but I think you've covered you've covered a lot of those key things um yeah. <laughs> in the discussion today. Um if I were to sort of ask you um you know what has been probably one of the most challenging things you've faced um in the last 6 7 years of your data governance um career or journey like and and how did you overcome that? Yeah. So I mean, it's been a journey for me as well, Rina. In a lot of ways, this data governance. Uh, see, data governance is something people have been talking for the last four or five years. Okay, before that, it's it was not so much into the front end, right? It yeah. was more like it has always taken a backseat. But for the last four or five years, data governance has taken a major shift in terms of how organizations are seeing data. before it was only for the financial institutions maybe banks but then now it has spread across almost all the industries across australia right so the, the challenges which i face is generally in terms of getting that buy in from my senior stakeholders as to why are we doing this and uh, yeah, having them part of this journey is one of the key challenges as data governance leaders we face but that is something which we have overcome a bit in terms of how do you again it's linked to the customer value proposition matrix it is linked to the business value it is linked to the business outcomes it is about how we articulate this based on which you will get that buy in from your senior stakeholders and the another challenge is obviously the cultural shift which needs to happen right it is the mindset change which needs to happen across an organization so i mean organization is doing something for 20 years and you tell them to do something different is not an easy space so there's a lot of change management involved so that's why i see data governance is very much a very people oriented thing mm-hmm. okay so it is about bringing people together it is about uh, telling them to do things differently so these are few of the key challenges uh, rena which we have faced and then uh, what else i would say data quality issues of course which yeah. we know that 
there are quality issues but then i hear like it's okay i'll use my excel i have my excel <laughs> i have different spreadsheets and everything so i mean that is kind of a nightmare of a word i would say like i can process my data in excel okay yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think data quality is another big area, right? So we're seeing a lot of um, our clients at the moment, you know, building up teams where they've got, you know, a data governance specialist, but they also have a data quality specialist as well. Yeah. So I think these roles go hand in hand and work, you know, have to work um, together to be able to, like like you said, you know, overcome some of those um, challenges that you're facing. Yeah. And and I think, you know, a big part of um, somebody changing from using an Excel spreadsheet to process their data, and they've been doing that for 20 years, and yeah. you're telling them, no, we, you know, we really need to start doing this. You do, like you said, it is a big um, change management, um, you know, situation because you've got to almost, you almost have to let them kind of do it concurrently with what you're trying to roll out. You kind of need to say, look, I'm not going to take this away from you, but I also want you to try this. Yeah. Um, if you think it works, then great. And if you don't, you can go back to using your spreadsheet. Of course. You know? I, yeah, I think it's kind yeah. of using that approach rather than going, hey, we're no longer going to do this. You cannot use your spreadsheet anymore. We are only going to do this. You're just going to get so much pushback when, when you, I know. Feel, you know. Very to- true, Rina. Very true. Like it's more about, see, once someone sees the tangible benefits, obviously no one would want to go back to the previous method of doing something, right? So that's why in my conversation, I'd mentioned previously, like focus on the quick wins, focus on few of the business-oriented use cases, right? Business-driven use cases, focus on one single team, and then it will spread out across the organization. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, And then I suppose sort of, Talking a little bit about the innovation side, um, you know, the, the role that data governance plays in enabling innovation. Have you had uh, much experience there? What are your views in relation to that? Yeah. So, see, organizations today, they face a large volume of data coming in from diverse sources, right? Managing our data has always been a challenge. There can be duplication in data, missing records, and mismatched formats. Some may not be correct, while some may not even be valid. We cannot trust such data for to drive accurate analysis. So what helps in extracting value from large data volumes is high data quality, Mm -hmm. data that is complete, accurate, consistent, valid, and capable of powering trusted business decisions. So data innovation needs this type of data, Mm -hmm. right? So that's how it is interlinked, the innovation, uh, how data governance is linked to data innovation, actually. Organizations have several ways to transform their business, but the need for accurate analysis kind of shows them in the right direction. And to for that accurate analysis, data quality, data governance plays a major role. Excellent, excellent. Um, and then um, I suppose, um, you know, with data governance and the future of data governance, how do you think the data governance will evolve over the next few years? Yeah, there are quite a few predictions here, Rina, from uh, different people. Uh, but for me, I would say data governance will be the foundation of customer experience right? And then each product team will have a dedicated role for data governance. Data governance programs will adapt to greater organizational needs. Data governance will grow rapidly, okay? And then data governance will require increasing tech expertise. So now I think there is a a bit of a distinction there, but I think after a point of time, it will be 
into technology data governance. Okay, it will require a lot of tech expertise. And then in the next five years, Rina, I would say data governance, we would not be in this position where we need to ask for that buy-in, where we need to get into that phase of bringing people along the journey, stakeholders. I think we'll all, we'll obviously, we would have crossed that. Okay. And more and more people will be like, okay, can, can you come and fix this for us? Can you please help us implement a data governance program as people will start realizing the value of data and data governance? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Thank you very much for, for sharing that. Um, and I always like to ask this because, you know, I think one of the things within um, data and analytics in technology as well, um, and I know they're two separate things, but in data analytics, I've seen so much change over the last few years um, and so many new things coming out. How do you stay educated? How do you keep yourself updated? Um, I know we touched a little bit on, you know, different events that you attend and things like yeah, that. Yeah. How do you ensure that you're staying current with what's going on? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, with all this data governance technologies, data and analytics technologies, Lena, obviously the first thing is to read, to study, to keep yourself updated with the latest technologies. I do I do keep myself updated. I spend at least uh, half an hour a week. I would say not half an hour a day. I know a lot of people who spend half an hour a day or one hour a day dedicatedly to make sure they are kind of in par with the latest technologies. But for myself, I would say half an hour to one hour, even a week, if you could spend in terms of understanding, understanding the latest technologies, that would be great. Networking, that's a very powerful sign, a very powerful tool. You need to build your network across the industry for you to understand what's happening across different data domains, what's happening across different business areas. So that is very important. And then, of course, attend events, attend a lot of the data events. Now we are back to the pre-COVID time. So there are a lot of in-person events happening. There are a lot of online sessions happening. Attend a lot of those. Try to understand how someone else is implementing in an other business area. At the same time, you'll be able to build your network. So it doesn't kind of stop. That is kind of the learning which you get. The next phase of it is implementation. So only if you try to implement that somewhere, it is uh, kind of valuable. It's kind of use. You'll be able to see that value in the outcomes. So once you're in that space, I'm sure you'll be able to uh, get that buy-in from your teams, implement a lot of the new technologies. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Divya. Look, I've really, really enjoyed the discussion today. I think um, you've really helped sort of, you know, understand and provide some real good um, insight and your views around data governance. Um, I always ask the guests, um, look, you know, obviously a lot of my listeners, I do get some some really good um, feedback on, on these um, sessions because I think, you know, anyone that listens to this, even if one person gets value out of it, I think we've done yeah, our job. Um, yeah. So, you know, are you happy for people if they wanted to reach out to you directly on LinkedIn, connect with you if they had any questions or just... Oh, yeah. Of course, of course, Rina, I'm more than happy to help. And uh, I mean, I like doing that. So I yeah. like mentoring people in this journey of data governance. So more than happy to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you, Rina.